Are we on? It says recording in progress. Uh, Kathy, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. So we, um, Grace, are we good to go to start to go live? All right, so um, we are going to call this meeting to order. Welcome everyone to the City College Board of Trustees uh, Budget and Audit Committee. Uh, it is May 11th, 2023, and we're going to start with a uh, roll call. I believe Chancellor Martin, can are you going to call call roll? Want to go for it? <laughs> Certainly. Uh, Chair Williams. Present. Uh, Trustee Solomon. Present. Trustee uh, Martinez. Present. I, I think that is the role for the committee. That is correct. And we do have quorum and I'm just going to bang this gavel for fun. Right. Um, so we, we now will go to clarification. Student trustee Villalobos also sits on all committees. Yes. So we also have student trustee Villalobos who is present and serving on all of our board committees. Welcome trustee uh, Villalobos. So we have quorum and we're now going to move into uh, public comment on items that are not on the agenda. I see Susan is, oh, okay. If you miss it this time, you may get it in the next committee meeting. So this is about the Oculus contract. So if you look on here, circled in orange, there are two schedules. So these are two contracts that have become linked since 2019 and then renewed in 2021. One of them, the lower one in blue, is the 24-hour help desk. The one above are other services, consulting, database, system admin. So it is the one in yellow that I believe SEIU has the problem with. We have, I'm not speaking, I'm not saying we, as far as I know, there is no problem with the one in blue. If you can separate the two of them out, the 24-hour help desk can go through without any problem. Nobody at the college wants our employees to be doing that, nobody. So the trick is separating these out, whether that's renegotiating a contract or I don't know, you're renewing a contract from 2019 and the challenge is, can you renegotiate it? Can you separate them out? The separate the services out. The 24 hour help desk goes through without a hitch. Nobody objects to it. And then the one in yellow, that is the one that needs to meet, meet and confer on. That is the one where there's the belief that this is contracting out classified jobs. Okay, thank you. And I will be giving this two more times today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, next public commenter. Susan Atwater. Oh, never mind. That concludes public comment for items not on the agenda. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Linda. Uh, with that, we will move to item three, um, which is our April 13th, 2023 uh, board committee meeting uh, minutes. Um, so I'll give folks a chance to pull that up. And if there's any, um, any changes to the minutes or amendments to the minutes? Um, I do have a 
much. Um, okay, actually, yes, this is correct. I, Never mind. Okay. I do also have a clarification. Yes, student trustee Villalobos. I don't see the student trustee being present at the meeting when I actually was present. And I'm sure that's going to uh, look the same for all minutes, for all subcommittees. I see you on here as voting, but not in the the attendance. So we do need to amend that. Yeah. So if you could um, make the motion, student trustee Villalobos. Uh, yeah, but before the motion, um, I think it goes to the to the how we started with the meeting today, but not acknowledging the student trustee. Um, so for a future reference, can we, when we do call roll, uh, make sure that the student trustee is called roll, uh, whether it be at the beginning or at the end, it doesn't matter. But it, the fact that they're not recorded makes it seem that the student trustee is not present in these decision making spaces. Uh, uh, with that being said, I move to amend the minutes to show student trustee Villalobos present at the uh, budget and audit committee for Thursday, April 13, 2023. Yes, and there's also an additional with the item two that also needs to list your vote. I believe for approval of minutes, uh, student trustee Villalobos did vote on approval of minutes. Um, Correct. And then there's the votes everywhere else, but we need to add your vote to approval of minutes as well. Can you, do you accept that amendment? I, I do. Okay. Second. All right, so it's been moved by student trustee Villalobos and seconded by uh, trustee Solomon. And Linda, is that, did you capture? Okay, thank you. So we'll go to roll call. Chancellor Martin, I think you have the, the privilege of calling roll. Certainly, uh, student trustee Villalobos, your advisory vote? Aye. Uh, Chair Williams? Aye. Trustee Solomon? Aye. Trustee Martinez? Aye. It passes unanimously. Thank you. All right. So we'll now move into, um, if possible, it, was there public comment on the minutes, actually? No. No? Okay. Is there any public comment on reports? No. Okay. There's no public comment on reports. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yes, on 4B. You want to take the public comments on the items before? Uh, we have just, I have, I'm showing everything online listed under reports for some reason. And item 4B, that's an action item? Yes, but it's also listed under reports. Okay, so that's only action item. So yeah, if we could just take all uh, public comment on reports. Okay, then um, first will be Leslie Simon. I don't see Leslie online or in here. Oh, there we go. There we go. So now can you hear me? Yes. yes. Great. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm speaking in favor of the resolution to restore laid off faculty. Responsible budget analysts have made clear that there are funds to restore those positions. It was shocking not to see the language of the resolution on the agenda today. It was also shocking to hear claims at the last budget and audit meeting that the resolution needed to be vetted and possibly amended a committee before going forward to the general board. Though all of that can presumably take place in committee, none of that presents uh, prevents trustees Solomon and Martinez from bringing their original resolution forward in its intact form at the general meeting. From the committee language, quote, a board committee meeting is to review and discuss relevant items prior to the next full board meeting on May 18th, 2023. 
This is a non-quorum meeting with no formal action taken. The committee may convey recommendations to the full board for its consideration, end quote. We need all positions restored. We need the Solomon Martinez resolution to proceed to the May 18th board meeting intact, if that is their preference. We need these faculty back because the classes they offer will increase enrollment and avoid the fiscal cliff when Hold Harmless effectively goes away. We need these faculty back because this cohort is one of the most diverse at the college. They embody our future. We need these faculty back because laying them off was an egregious attack on tenure and, and the academic freedom it represents. Thank you. Next is uh, Fanny Law. Okay, um, Claire Heimer. Alan D'Souza. Hi, good evening. Uh, Alan D'Souza, AFT 2121. I stand here in full support of, the, of a conversation at the board level around the restoration of laid off positions. As agendized, I invite you to, to begin that conversation today and share the resolution with the public so we may fully comprehend the ask. Either way, I wanna remind you of a key fact in this discussion. Neither at the time of the decision, neither at the time the decision was made, nor now was the college at the risk of fiscal instability. Nevertheless, the consequences of those decisions, granted by a different board, was dozens of full-time faculty were laid off and hundreds more part-timers lost their jobs. Worse still, thousands of students were denied opportunities at City College, turned away from improving their lives and employment opportunities. Understanding that this was clearly an ill-advised decision, AFT 2121 welcomes revising and reversing, revisiting and reversing this decision. The district has repeated our shared interest in growing the college increasing enrollment, and getting us off home hold harmless. The way we do that is bringing back faculty, bringing back students, and doing it now. Thank you. Next is Megan Sweeney. Hi, this is Megan Sweeney, social science faculty member at City College as well as a member of the AFT bargaining team. And I am speaking in support of the resolution um, before the board today to bring back lay it off faculty. Um, I want to thank you for bringing this forward. I am curious and we are all curious to see the contents of the resolution. And so we're looking forward to so, um, seeing that tonight and, um, and for this moving forward to the full board in the coming weeks. And I also want to echo the comments that have been made about the um, layoffs as having been um, done unnecessarily as there was no um, financial need to do that um, in the, um, the year that the layoffs occurred, as well as um, it um, really impacted our diverse faculty and the college needs to grow enrollment so that we can um, get beyond this fiscal cliff. And so we uh, full-heartedly support this resolution and thank you for bringing this forward. Thank you. Next is Jeff Hall. 
and Jessica Bushbaum. Hi, I'm Jessica Buxbaum, and I'm a member of the PGC Budget Committee. I'd like to share a collective comment from uh, some members of our committee. The proposed budget reflects a broken participatory governance process. As college constituents appointed to the PGC Budget Committee, we stand united in publicly expressing the following. The PGC Budget Committee is not a space where the voices of constituent groups are heard, considered, or incorporated. The PGC Budget Committee has not had any substantive dialogue, taken any votes, or been invited to provide real input from the constituent groups on the recent budget development documents that have been presented to the board in spring 2023. A meaningful budget development process should incorporate the voices and priorities of college constituencies. PGC Budget Committee members should be asked for feedback on the proposed budget. The budget development documents that have been brought before the board are not reflective of any shared governance work. The values reflected in the district's current budget development process are not the collectively shared values of the PGC Budget Committee or the college community. A genuinely participatory budget process would have brought a different budget to the Board of Trustees. Our budget must focus on building enrollment to ensure the financial health of our college so that we can continue to serve students into the future. And I'd like to read the names of those signing this. Maria Salazar-Colon, Michael Snyder, Susanna Atwood, myself, Katya Fuchs, Doug Orr, Simon Hansen, Emily Oriol, David Delgado, and Vaishali Jogi. Thank you. Next is uh, Susanna Atwood. So I wanna support the resolution that is on the agenda for restoring the laid off faculty. I spent a lot of time in the last three days crunching numbers about the 73 districts we have in California. And I found out that only seven are affected by the fiscal cliff of hold harmless and the rest of them will not be affected. And I really believe that we need to start offering more classes in order to have that population up so that that fiscal cliff does not devastate us. So I am in support of that resolution. I also would like to have public comment or questions on the last report, which is the one on the preliminary budget, but I'd like to see the presentation before I comment. Next is Claire Heimer. Um, hi. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to uh, talk to the resolution uh, on bringing back laid off faculty. Um, I think this is so important. Programs like English, ESL, business, and others have have like packed classes and overfull wait lists. And these are hurting um, enrollment throughout the college. So I teach in the math department, but um, you know, uh, when students can't find their English class at City College, they don't like sign up for all their other classes and then take an English class someplace else. They go someplace else. 
Um, and then meanwhile, you know, as this is hurting enrollment at our college, uh, the budget crisis that motivated these layoffs has not materialized. Um, the college is still on track to run a large surplus this year. The college can afford to bring back these laid off faculty. So I just wanted to say that I'm really glad the board is taking this up. Um, I wish the resolution itself had been made available um, on board docs so the public could comment on the actual contents of the resolution. Um, but I really want to urge that it be voted on by the by the full board next week and and approved. So thank you. That concludes public comment. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, oh! I didn't see your come in. Then go go ahead, oh. Fanny. I didn't see you. I've come prepared. Um. This plant has seen its good old dates. It was sitting in the lab um, across the hall during the pandemic. Um, custodians helped water it, but there are brown leaves here. I think it really looks like City College. City College has been through a lot, um, but faculty, staff, well, also administrators as well, um, are trying to nurture this plant back to health. Um, so we are very worried about enrollment. Right now, this is the time to nurture this plant and also our college to health. Um, I keep remembering last year around this time when some um, English faculty who will then have gotten their tenure to, to come here to give their presentation on equity. And then on that same, in that same meeting, um, the board at the time authorized the layoff of these colleagues that I had. Um, I don't believe that it was necessary to lay off the faculty at the time as it is shown in the actual budget from last year that we did have funding to support the staffing. Um, right now, there are classes that are full in English, ESL, and other departments. If we have the goal to grow the college, this is the time. Even though if we water this plan, it will take some time to rejuvenate. Um, we need to give time for our classes to grow the enrollment. Um, thank you. That concludes public comments. Thank you to all our public commenters. And Linda, uh, VC Alamine is locked out of the meeting. Is there any way to get him in? Because he's... Grace, I apologize. Um, I'm actually going to go to, because um, I know a lot of folks are here for the layoffs resolution. I'm actually going to go to that item because we have these very short committee structure now. So if we could actually go to that item. Sorry. It's item. We're on item 4B. So I'm going to turn it over for item 4B to um, Trustee Solomon. We are bringing this resolution forward uh, to address the issue of enrollment and uh, the impact of layoffs on the college. And uh, I would really 
think it would be helpful considering this is a public meeting, if there were some way to share this document with the public right now. Yes, um, Chancellor Martin, I'm a, I'm a little confused because I know we were trying to get the language online and it's not there. Mm -hmm. um, so how are we going to get this to the public? Uh, we can uh, attach it here momentarily if we get... Or do we have physical copies that we can actually hand out? Oh, we do not have physical copies. I believe we have a PDF copy. I can't do it from my phone. Okay. And I apologize to the public. This should have been made available prior to the meeting. Uh, student trustee Villalobos. Uh, yes, uh, thank you. Uh, knowing that we had this issue coming into this meeting, how come, how come we didn't print out copies, at least for the people that are present? That's a good question. It's not like how I like to run committees. I mean, I like transparency. But um, I don't know, Chancellor Martin. Um, Point, uh, Chair Williams. Yeah, Trustee is, Chesty. This, is it the same resolution as the previous board meeting? No, there's been some oh. significant amendments, I believe, with Trustee Trustee Solomon. I don't want to speak for Trustee Solomon, but I did. Is a different resolution. Mm -hmm. So is it? It's up online. Okay. Okay. So I'll turn it back over to Trustee Solomon to tee this up. It is going online, but. And if folks want to make additional public comment after the trustee, after the resolution has been released, um, you're welcome to do so as well. So Trustee Solomon. The way I would like to proceed is to move straight to the, and tell me if this there's a different process here at City College. This is the first resolution I'm working on. I was going to move to the uh, be it resolved section, since that is the action I part of the resolution. Therefore, be it resolved that the Board of Trustees affirms its commitment to faculty tenure and to providing the educational programs and services to meet the needs of our diverse community, and be it finally resolved that the Board's commitment to faculty tenure and providing sufficient course offerings includes the following. Number one, that the Board of Trustees directs the Chancellor to develop a plan to recall all remaining full-time tenured and tenure track faculty laid off in May of 2022 as soon as possible, but in no case later than for the 2025 spring or summer semester. Number two, that the chancellor's plan for recall shall give priority to A, student need to timely complete certificate programs, B, and you'll see a typo, I just realized I put ACD instead of ABD, so C, student need for courses that are a pathway to graduation or transfer, D, student need for counseling or advising. Number three, that the Board of Trustees directs the Chancellor to work with the appropriate faculty representatives, including, but not necessarily limited to, the Academic Senate and American Federation of Teachers Local 2121 to develop the plan as described in sections one and two above. Number four, that the Board of Trustees directs the Chancellor to make every effort to maintain the reserves at 5% cash 
without exceeding reserves of 9% per board policy 8.01 until the faculty positions that were lost due to a reduction in force, um, parentheses layoff, close parentheses, in May 2022 are restored. Number five, that the Board of Trustees directs the Chancellor to provide a written report setting forth one or more financial approaches to support the plan to recall the full-time tenured and tenured track faculty laid off in May 2022 who currently retain retire rights. Number six, that the Chancellor's written report shall include but not be limited to the following information. A, written descriptions of the basis upon which effective departments were identified. B, enrollment since the 2017-18 academic year in affected departments. C, sections offered since the 2017-18 academic year in effective departments. D, the actual cost of rehiring the faculty that currently hold rehire rights. E, written reports from department chairs outlining impacts of the layoffs on the affected departments. Number seven, that the chancellor's report shall be presented at the next regular meeting of the Board of Trustees in June of 2023. And this resolution is submitted by myself as the first and trustee Anita Martinez second. Thank you, Trustee uh, Solomon. I just wanna see, do we have the resolution live online for everyone to see? is unfortunate, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so it's really hard to talk about the resolution and folks can't see it. Do other members of the board at least have a copy of the trustee or a copy of the resolution? No, so no one on the board has it. Okay, trustee, um, our vice president Martinez. Uh, I'd like to make several comments. Um, when I saw the published agenda, I saw the title, but no resolution was published. And so I wonder why and whose decision that was, under what authority, and what was the motive. So those are my questions. Second, I want to make the observation, because the resolution was not published in a timely manner, the public and the college could, should, and have asked why, because 72 hours publication time is needed. A published re resolution is also necessary to provide context for possible amendments. If the thought was to amend the resolution, amendments can and should be made only during public committee meeting, not after the resolution has been officially submitted, but has not been publicly considered. Um, the other thing that I would like to say is that if we continue discussion on this, I'm concerned that we may be committing a Brown Act violation because we are discussing something that was not fully disclosed to the public. I'd also like to comment that because we followed the proper uh, process to submit the resolution to the board, to the full board, that the resolution must now therefore directly go to the board for its consideration on May 18th without change. If amendments are necessary, they can and should be made at the board meeting. It's a public meeting, public discourse is required for, on the part of the board and public input is necessary. So I'd like to go ahead and whether or not we can see the resolution today, time is already five o'clock. I'd like to have that resolution just go directly forward to uh, the board meeting. I'd also like to ask what happened to the two other resolutions, one on OPEB and another on enrollment. Uh, I didn't see where they were referred to any committee. 
those two resolutions were also properly um, uh, put forth in the manner described in board policy, those, po those should go directly to the board for comment, discussion, amendment, whatever other action is necessary. Yes, thank you, Vice President Martinez. And I, you know, was not presented with those additional resolutions, but I'm in agreement. I just want to ask our legal, can we move forward with this motion? The resolution isn't here, but I understand that where we're at. So I want to proceed with the vote. Um, but Kathy, if you can let us know if we can just proceed with the vote. Yes. So government code section 54957.5B1 contemplates when the backup material might not be ready. And again, I'm not making any comments about why it wasn't posted at the same time as the agenda, but to the extent that it's not ready for posting, this government code section allows, um, as long as the agenda item is there, allows the item to be brought forward during the meeting or committee meeting in this particular case, and that the material, the backup material just needs to be available to the public at the same time as it's provided to the, to the committee. So, or the board, it, whatever um, situation you're in. So in this particular situation, it, it appears that it's being provided to the committee as a whole at this time. It's also being displayed uh, to the public uh, for those who are um, in attendance at the meeting. And it was properly agendized because the agenda provided a sufficient description and uh, was part of the agenda that was posted 72 hours in advance. So you may discuss this resolution, you may propose res uh, revisions to this resolution, um, and now that it's being displayed publicly, um, you know, you, you can go through that. I would also recommend that copies be allowed, be given, that's also a requirement as well. So to the I know you're in a building that, that I'm, I'm positive has a copier, so to the extent that anyone would like a hard copy, um, that is my recommendation as well, that, uh, that hard copies are given. And if you need to continue the matter till the end of the agenda to get to allow hard copies to be made, that's also uh, an option for the committee as well. I, okay, so I think we're gonna work on the copies, but I, I hear, heard a motion from Vice President Martinez. I also heard um, some additions to the resolution from Trustee uh, Solomon. Um, so I just wanna make sure we're capturing that. I think we can proceed with Vice President Martinez motion if there's a second. Second it. All right, so it's been seconded by uh, student trustee Villalobos and we'll go to a vote. And this is a vote on um, the language that you see here with the additions, additions of trustee Solomon's um, resolves. I don't know if, if we can just provide those resolves trustee Solomon to Linda after that would be great, but let's just go to a vote. Um, Vice President Martinez. Uh, may we have some discussion on this first? Sure, I thought you were making a motion. So on, uh, sorry, for it. <laughs> on the motion, now that we have clarification from legal counsel that this is not a violation of the Brown Act, it's unfortunate that this happened. For the record, I'd like to state that I did inquire several times about why this was not, the text of the resolution was not posted. But I think we should be able to move on. This is an important issue. And so, if there is clarity, absolute clarity, that we are within our rights and guidelines to discuss and do an advisory vote on a recommendation to take this to the board, then I would be um, 
I would be in favor of continuing the discussion. Thank you. Vice President Martinez. I would also like to clarify, regardless of the outcome of the vote, the resolution still needs to go to the board because it was properly submitted. And nothing that we take on this committee can block that from happening. Yeah. Okay. Are we, any other discussion? This is a clarification just to make sure. Um, if I heard correctly, Chair Williams, you said I made additions to the resolution. I didn't. It's a new resolution. Because you were saying resolve clauses that are not reflected in this. I don't know how that. No, I think they're all. Can you scroll, please? This is the one I sent. Yeah, there's the ones, the resolves that I heard were not. No, I think it's the same. Yes, what was? So I only read the resolves. Yeah, because I don't see those. Let me look at the one I have. It's it. I believe it's the same. It's the same. Right. Can we see again just from the first from the therefore be it resolved on the screen? Ah, I see where it started. Okay. I did not read the whereases, but I'll check those quickly as well. It looks like they are the same so far. All right, that section looks fine. We could continue to scroll. Thank you. That looks good. That also looks the same. And there's somebody's email. Oh, Linda, your emails. <laughs> wanna... it's, it's the email that I sent with the resolution. So that is actually what's being um, displayed on the screen. It's also showing that I pointed out a typo if you're a fast reader. So your resolves are good? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank All right. You. So um, the motion stands. So the motion to move forward with the layoffs resolution by Vice President has been moved by Vice President Martinez. I believe it was seconded by uh, student trustee Villalobos. Um, so now, uh, Chancellor Martin, did you have any discussion or comments before we go to a vote? No, I, I can go ahead and call the vote if that's okay. appropriate. May I have a clarification, please? I, I thought that the initial motion, Vice President Martinez, was not to discuss it at the meeting. So if we wish to discuss it, we have to vote no. And if we want to discuss, if we don't want to discuss it, we vote yes. Oh, are we trying to call the question? Because we discussion is always part of every... The motion would have to be changed. Okay. So you need to say I, you're calling the question. Then. I'll withdraw the motion. And, and I, I will um, 
instead move that we uh, go ahead and vote on these today uh, and forward them to the uh, board meeting on the 18th. Okay. Second. Okay. So that sounds like the same motion. That's not a calling the question. Sorry. So it needs to, you just say we're calling the question. So I'm sorry, Trustee Chisty. There's a motion on the floor to call the question, but you need to say that you're calling. Actually, I was not calling the question. I withdrew the original motion and I made a, moved a second motion to go ahead and vote now on whether or not to um, forward these this resolution to the Board of Trustees on the 18th. Okay, I see what you're saying. Alrighty. So um, it's been moved by Vice President Martinez, um, seconded Student Trustee Villalobos. Yes. Uh, and, the, and the motion is to move the resolutions to the full board. That is correct. I move the resolution to the full board. Okay. Uh, student Trustee Villalobos, your advisory vote, please. Aye. Uh, Chair Williams. Aye. Trustee Solomon. Aye. Vice President Martinez. Yes. It moves forward unanimously. Okay, great. So now we are still on the item, which is the resolution. And I believe Trustee Chissy had a question. Yes, I wanted to actually discuss the content of the resolution um, in committee. Um, I think there's just some whereas clauses that I'd like to understand more. Um, I think there's like um, things that are being implied. And so just kind of wanted to understand that a little bit better. And, and please bear with me because this I'm seeing it for the first time. So just um, so I think. Uh, sorry, where did I want to, whereas the board's adoption of a resolution approving layoffs proposed by the chancellor in 2022 was based on the board's understanding that the district was facing extraordinary financial circumstances and needed to make budget adjustments in order to ensure its continued operations. Now, what that I think is implying is that that is essentially not the case. And so I would like Chancellor Martin to chime in on that clause because there's two things that are happening. Either we're like there is something that was falsely presented to the board or that the, you know, in part, some of this was made by the administration. So I, I don't know. There's, a, there's something being implied. Yeah. I'd like, uh, is it okay if I hear from Chancellor Martin or, I mean, I'll turn it to Chair Williams. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're on the resolution. Uh, thank you for the question, uh, Trustee Chisty. So uh, in respects to uh, the uh, foundation of the decision or the recommendation uh, last March uh, to move forward with the layoffs, I do believe, and uh, I sit here today uh, fully supporting uh, that recommendation. I do believe that uh, the operational components of the district extends beyond uh, just the day-to-day -day. Uh, the district needed to allocate funding to specific items, not only to meet accreditation standards, but to realign our budget with best business practices. So I think the decision uh, goes far beyond uh, just the day-to-day, -day, but it was really restructuring uh, many things that we do in preparation for the accreditation visit. If you look at our ICER report, we have several uh, pieces of evidence in the ICER uh, that are a direct effect of uh, the decisions that were made and the funds that were now available or are now available. Uh, so I do believe uh, the recommendation was sound and I still, as of today, stand behind it. I I think the other question that I have is that I think the therefore and beyond, um, 
though the uh, therefore be it resolved section makes sense to me for the most part. I I guess I don't I don't know if Kathy is here for a reason, but um, I'm assuming that maybe it's related to the could any of these whereas clauses cause any like, is there anything that we need to consider if the board supports a resolution um, with some of the language as is in the whereas clauses? Because this is substantively different from the last um, resolution that was here. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I'm in, this is a public session, so I'm um, just going to, at a 20,000 foot level, indicate that um, the board's role and again, this is a committee, but the board's role is to set policy. Um, and I believe that this resolution goes a step too far and goes beyond setting policy and dictates how something should be accomplished. And I believe that that language may be problematic in comparison to several ACCJC standards, as well as board policy and the delegation of authority to the chancellor. Um, and so uh, I do have concerns about this, the wording of this resolution and the way it is worded. And um, I will be following up in a written uh, legal memo to the board with my opinion on this resolution as it is currently worded. Yeah, go ahead, Trustee Shusty. Is it possible to have such a resolution? Because we, as the board, support the intent of this resolution. Is there a language or a way that we can achieve what this resolution is trying to get at? Yes, absolutely. And in fact, the prior version of a resolution that I had reviewed went more towards the policy of stating the intent of returning uh, the Lado faculty, which I think is within the board's purview, absolutely. And there are some, res the, some revisions to this resolution that could bring it more back into the policy setting role uh, that the board um, has, um, but not, not the way it's currently worded. Okay. Thank you, Trustee Chistie. Um, and I'll just chime in and say, I. Um, did reach out to Trustee Solomon and we have been in conversation about potential amendments um, and I will continue that conversation up until our you know full board meeting and so today as the resolution stands I'm going to be abstaining um, and I look forward to our conversation at the full board. Um, I do want to just state that you know procedurally with these committees I'm feeling a little like all over the place as chair because I'm not getting items as I should there's conversations happening without including me in those conversations as the chair of this committee. So I just want to be transparent with the audience. I'm not a, you know, I want us to be able to talk about all of this. And I just feel procedurally, we really got to get it together with our committee structure, how things are being communicated to the chair, other things that are happening, you know, not including me in these conversations, in the conversations that need to happen. And I'm really, really disappointed that the language of this resolution did not go up before today's meeting, um, but I just wanna encourage folks to again, continue the dialogue with each other. Um, you know, we gotta keep the conversation open and not kind of lean into, you know, conspiratorial comments that folks are trying to not let things go forward or that we're being obstructionist or any of that. That's not how I roll and I don't need to roll that way. I have no agenda. So let's just move forward. And I do see Vice President Martinez. 
Thank you, and thank you for that comment. Um, and I think there is an opportunity to have this discourse during the regular board meeting. I'd also like to bring up uh, and remind us that we had there were two other resolutions that were put forward, one on OPEB and one on enrollment. Uh, uh, and I know about that because I was the maker of the OPEB resolution. Sus uh, Susan Solomon, Trustee Solomon was a seconder. Uh, Trustee Chung was a maker of the enrollment uh, resolution and I was a seconder on that. So I would like to see, be assured publicly at this meeting, those two resolutions will also be on the board agenda for May 18th. I think, well, well, if I may, I would uh, ultimately defer to uh, President Wong in the final approval of the May 18th agenda, but uh, I do believe that the enrollment uh, resolution was not referred to a committee, so it would go directly to the board. And I also believe that the OPEB resolution uh, at the last subcommittee meeting had one I and one abstention. So therefore it did move forward and will be on the May 18th agenda pending approval. Thank you. Great. Uh, did you, Trustee Solomon? I was about to question a detail. Well, I am going to. So it, that, that resolution, had, I believe you say said one abstention and one I or no? Yeah, the abstention. Right. No, I understand that. So I'm going to reserve my comment about that, but I'm going to amplify the critical need to have something in writing about our committee structure. We've raised this before at the board meeting, and I believe we have a commitment among the Board of Trustees, we have not taken a formal vote, but we've talked about this before. We don't have anything in writing about how committees are run. Um, this is not an unsolvable problem. I'm a big believer of the Randy Weingarten School of being solution-oriented. We can solve this problem. We can create policy that says how committees should be run. And I think the sooner we do that, uh, the better we will have as a process and all of us who we know, we all believe in City College and how important it is and why we have to protect and defend it. Um, I'm just gonna say at, at the wonderful graduation last night of City Building Capsis, um, Vice Chancellor uh, Jesse Lee told the graduates that City College is here, City College will always be here and we have to believe that and we have to make sure it happens. So this is one step of creating policy and procedures for our committee work is an important step in that direction. Thank you. I did see student trustee Villalobos first and then Vice President Martinez. Uh, yeah, since we're having the conversation on, on or the votes were, were stated, I, I also wanna revisit that even though the student trustee has a uh, advisory vote um, and might not count yet towards the total vote, uh, it should still be stated what the student trustee's position has been. Uh, once again, it diminishes the student trustee position as an invisible position and is there to check a category, a category box or whatnot. Uh, if the student trustee voted a certain way, it is the voice of the students throughout the district. And that voice should not be erased because it's not counting towards the total vote count.
but it should be stated within the minutes or when its statement is whether the student trustee voted whichever way. And in this case was a aye. I apologize. Did we not take the advisory vote on that last vote? I believe we did, and it's reflected in the minutes, uh, but I did not mention it uh, just now when asked the question. So I do apologize for that oversight. Okay. And apologies to student trustee Villalobos. We need to get get better with that. I understand your, how that feels definitely as a former student trustee. Um, so at this time, is there any further discussion? Um, Vice President Martinez. Just quickly, I'd like to suggest that at a future retreat, um, one of the um, items on the agenda be committee structure. Yes. Uh, trustee Chisty. Um, I, uh, I had brought up in my last trustee report about um, a possible like ad hoc committee to flesh some of these things out pertaining to our board policy. And so I believe that the, that will be left to the discretion of President Wong to establish the ad hoc committee. Yes, I second that. Trustee Chisty and I do remember um, you bringing up that issue. I think we need it more now than ever. And I will actually be reaching out personally to President Wong to see how we can get move the needle on writing these things up. So is there any further discussion? All right, so uh, Chancellor Martin, we're gonna go to a vote and this is on the um, current resolution that's before us. Okay. Could you please restate the motion? Certainly, uh, I move that the resolution uh, layoffs restored be moved to the uh, board of the Board of Trustees May 18th meeting as written. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we already voted to move it to the we board. We're now voting to, if we're approving. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, as a committee. Right. Um, this is an approval. So I move that this, that the um, budget and audit committee move this to the board with a recommendation to approve and accept the resolution. Okay, so it's been moved by Trustee Solomon. Is there a second? Second. Seconded by student trustee Villalobos, uh, Chancellor Martin. Uh, yes, student trustee Villalobos, your advisory vote, please. Aye. Uh, Chair Williams. Abstain. Trustee Solomon. Yes. Vice President Martinez. Yes. All right, passes. All right, so the motion passes. All right, so we will continue this conversation at the full board meeting. Is Vice Chancellor Alamine um, on the, is he able to get into the meeting? I know we have a, only a few, four, four minutes. And that's, again, we got to talk about the time of these very interesting structure. Is he available? I do see him in the uh, attendee room. So I believe we are promoting him to panelist. Uh, but uh, in the essence of time, we can do a rapid fire. I think I like a rapid fire start lights on each uh, And maybe in, uh, if I may, Chair Williams, start on item number A. Uh, this is a presentation that was requested by Trustee Solomon. I do believe uh, the conversation would deserve more than uh, four minutes. So if it would be appropriate, uh, Trustee Solomon, could we move this uh, with the chair's approval to the next agenda item? Or to, excuse me, the next agenda. I'm sorry to say that you I need a reminder on what it is I asked for. It it's is the unearned revenue. Unearned revenue presentation. Oh, that, yes. I, I think we will have to. Move it to, I hope it can be to the very next meeting. Oh, that, yes, I see 4A, thank you. All right, so it sounds like we're gonna table 4A and then on, we still have 4C and 4D and E. Is 4D an action item? 
I do not believe so. I think uh, Dr. Alamine is looking for feedback and input on uh, the purchase order report as the board gave direction at the last regular meeting to adjust some of the descriptions. Uh, so I do believe we are hoping for feedback and input to prepare for uh, next week's regular board meeting. Okay, Vice Chancellor Alamine, are you online? Yes, I'm present. Um, I'm here to answer any questions you may have regarding items 4C or 4D. As the Chancellor oh. pointed out, we just wanted to get some feedback regarding, uh, we have noted the concern about the description. So we're working to provide training so that the descriptions are updated and provide more clarity as to the expenses. But if there are any questions regarding the monthly budget report, I'd be happy to address those now. I see Vice President Martinez. Yes, I'd be happy to um, share a, a written analysis just by marking up the copy that I received and uh, provide that to um, Vice Chancellor, and that might be faster. And then the second thing that I would ask for, I think it would be very helpful to me to have a summary of items such as how much more we're spending on conferences, event management, consultants, professional services. That would be very helpful to me as a, as a board member. I'd also like to see uh, a balance to see how much was approved in the original um, budget and how much has been spent, what is left to be spent. So if we could have a summary of those kinds of things, that would be very helpful. I would like to note that there is real improvement in these. And I also in particular want to note that this includes uh, the boiler replacements and electronics uh, recycling. And I want to point out that one particular item I found that was really well-written was Epostos Inc. catering lunch for EOPS graduating students on May 3rd. That had all the information that I needed as a board member to be able to say, comfortably say yes for that. But I will provide information back in a written form to the vice chancellor and the chancellor. Thank you, Vice President Martinez. Is there any um, questions or comments on, um, I believe it's item 4C or 4D? Uh, Trustee Chung. Um, thank you, Chair. I just wanted to also ask Dr. Alamine, you might have missed this because we were giving so much feedback, but I was hoping that the dollar amount could actually move to the left of the description so it's a little bit more visible, and if it's possible to make the rows um, essentially alternate in color so it's easier to read between the, the, the rows. Thank you. Were you able to capture that, Vice Chancellor? Yes, ma'am, I was. All right, great. So is there any... Um, any other comments on 4, 4D, or for, I'm sorry, 4C or 4D? All right, it is now 5.30, so is there a motion to adjourn? So moved. All right, so it's been moved by Trustee Solomon, seconded by Vice President Martinez, and we'll go to roll call. Uh, yes, student Trustee Villalobos, your advisory vote. Aye. Uh, Chair Williams? Aye. Trustee Solomon? Aye. Vice President Martinez? Yes. All right, so we are adjourned at 5.30 p.m. Thank you, everyone.